This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's your boy Big Baby Miller here, the future heavyweight champ of the world, and you're listening to Jake Brown Show. And welcome to the Jake Brown Show, CBS Radio's Play It Out It Podcast Network, iTunes and Spotify is where you find us. Follow me at Jake Brown Radio and follow the show at Jake Brown Show. On the line with us now, still undefeated. Uh, 19-0 record from Brooklyn, just one in Brooklyn, and he, the heavyweight championship is coming very soon. It's Jarrell Big Baby Miller joining the show. Jarrell, Big Baby, what's good, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. I can't, I can't complain at all. I feel great. I'm ready for the next one. You know, uh, hey, this is what we do, baby. We just kick ass and keep moving. How, how special was it, you being a Brooklyn guy, getting to fight at the Barclays Center must have been just a dream come true. Yeah, most definitely. And, I mean, um, being in Brooklyn alone is, is great to be in my hometown and doing what I do. So the main thing is just uh, staying focused and uh, being the main event instead of being on the undercard. What was it like taking Washington down? It went eight rounds. Um, just take us through the fight and, and the result and how it all went down. Um, you know, he was definitely a game opponent. Uh, we all know that he was going to be ready. He had a lot more, a lot of time to prepare for this fight uh, compared to how he did when he fought for the for the world title a couple of months before that. And um, you know, coming off a 11 month layoff, uh, coming down from three three thirty five, and uh, still having still being in better condition than he was. And uh, you know, it was a uh, t- tough training camp. You know, we had uh, some of the poisoning, and we also had an ear infection. But uh, you know, being being from Brooklyn and knowing I'm fighting in my hometown, you know, there was no quit in me, and I know I had to just keep pushing forward. Big Jarrell, Big Baby Miller, joining us on the Jake Brown Show. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Big Baby Miller. Uh, so Ray Edwards is next, right? That's who you're fighting next. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I have no problem taking out the NFL in the boxing ring, man. If these guys want to come come to my world. I have no problem busting them up. You know what I mean? Um, listen, ain't nobody bringing up a, uh, Ray Edwards' name anymore. You know, he two or three years ago, it was a big thing for a little while. But as you can see, very few football guys can really do this, you know. And uh, Jerrell Washington was definitely game. But uh, I know for a fact Jerrell Washington would stop Ray Edwards, guarantee. Yeah, well, I, I mentioned that because when we had Big Baby on uh... – Brown and Scoop, like a year ago, we talked about Ray Edwards, and you showed me the phantom punch where he, I guess he punched the guy, but literally like, didn't even touch him, and he fell, and it looked clearly rigged. I think it was done in, like, North Dakota or something, and it was one yeah, of the most something. ridiculous things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, in fact. You know, I haven't heard any activity from him. I guess he finally realized that boxing is not for him. Uh, but you never know. Some of these guys come out of nowhere and uh, do things. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I see on his Instagram story, he's just feeling himself a lot. Like, he's just, I mean, he's just, like, in, in a thong or something, just, like, dancing to, like, Trey songs or something for the ladies. Uh, I mean, no disrespect, do his thing. But that's that's what I'm seeing from Ray Edwards, uh, big baby. Hey. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, man. I tell dudes, man, it's, you can play any other sport, but you can't play this sport. Yeah. So he, he wants to, he, he's going to take boxing seriously, he's going to take it serious. But like I said, I haven't heard anything from him. I haven't heard anything about him. And uh, the minute he gets touched by a real fighter, man, that's, that's going to be the end of him. Yeah, big baby Miller. Um, we're talking your next fight here. Now, there's been rumors it, it might be Dillian White. Uh, you want Anthony Joshua? Do you know anything, and and who do you want to fight next? Because if you win that, I mean, the heavyweight is the next battle on Deontay Wilder. Well, you better make sure when you do an interview with me. It's never if; it's when I win. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't do that. You know what I mean? So whenever whoever I beat up next, you know, uh, you know, the title eliminator uh, we're hoping for uh, November fourth is the next date that we've heard about. So we just getting ready for that, and um, you know, on to the next. Do you know who it's going to be on the fourth? Is there any prospects? Uh, nothing as yet. Uh, we still haven't got a exact name yet. You know, I mean, the, the, just the date that we've heard about so far. But uh, like I said before, we're putting in work. We're trying to definitely call call guys out and see who's going to bite first. Do you have? Is it going to be in New York again or elsewhere? No, nah, I think it's going to be the Barclays Center uh, on the Deontay Wilder undercard. Work. Yeah, that's that'll be a good one. And back at Barclays. You can't really beat that. Um, how special would it, I mean? Will it be? I should say, not if. Remember, no ifs here. How special will it be to take on Wilder? I mean, this guy is one of the faces of the sport. When you take him down, it's going to be, I mean, an I- iconic moment for you in your career. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I mean, the game plan is to be ready. You know, whenever it comes, and then um, just be ready. That's the main thing. You know, it's going to be iconic. We know that. Like you said, you know, I don't, I don't count no eggs until they exactly hatch. So I can't wait. I can't wait to to break his face. I just, I just, I just, I just want them to say, "Here's and I got it," and we know what we're gonna do. Tell us what your thoughts are on Anthony Joshua exactly. Man, I just feel like he's definitely overhyped. You know, what I mean, everybody talking like he's like he's, you know, God's gift to boxing right now. But like I said, that's in the UK. Um, you know, they just seen the opportunity and went for it. And, and that's what it was, you know. They, they, he looked like crap against um, uh, Dylan White and another American, another fighter he had fought, and they said they were going to stay away from American fighters. You know, you know Charles Martin, you know, won the title on a, on a, on a, on a freaky fluke, and they will hurry up to go and call Charles Martin. You know what I mean? So, like I said before, they they talk a lot of smack, but they basically there's opportunities. They wait for the right opportunity, and then they really they strike. So I'm trying to say so. Um, and that's really what it is. You know what I mean? You know, he, he got he got lucky in the fight against Vladimir Kishko, but I didn't really let him off the hook after he had him hurt. So, like I said, you know, uh, the minute he gets in with another young, young, hungry fighter that's ready to put it all on the line and not let him off the hook, then we're going to see a, a different side of the story. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, you watched that fight. AJ was out. He quit on himself. He was done. You know what I mean? But three rounds to get back into the fight, he stayed on his feet and come back to not uh, let him out. You know, he got, he got real lucky in that fight. When you fight in November, do you expect to be around the same mark around two two ninety eight? No, I, d- I doubt it. No, I mean my goal, my original goal is to be two eighty. Mm-hmm. So we got more than enough time now. I'll probably be in about two seventy five, uh, two eighty for this fight coming. So, um, like I said, I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. McGregor Mayweather coming up. Obviously, I think you're pretty adamant that Mayweather's gonna whoop McGregor's ass. Um, break down that fight slash spectacle that's gonna happen here in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I'm trying to get down to Vegas too, and uh, you know, being the atmosphere, you know, you know, what I mean, being around the team, you know, get that extra motivation, you know, suck it up a little bit. Um, I think it's definitely going to be fun. Uh, 
And uh, I tell a lot of people, man, you know, boxing is boxing, MMA is MMA. So, listen, man. But like I say, you know, it's still fight. You know, anything can still happen. You know, but uh, you go proof by the pudding. You know, you know, Floyd is the one that's going to be the favorite in this fight. Do you look at yourself? I mean, Al, me and Alvina talking, we we say you're. I mean, you're a rising star, and. Do you see yourself on the forefront of really something special here with maybe one or two more wins? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, we're, we're, we already proved a lot of people wrong already. Mm-hmm. You know, some people said I wasn't going to get the 10-0 uh, undefeated because because of my kickboxing experience. You know what I mean? But then we, we did that. You know what I mean? They said, you're not going to be 20-0. So I'm one fight away from being 20-0, and I'm going to prove them wrong. You know what I mean? And I'm fighting opponents that Gerard – a lot of these guys in the fight, so they were over the 20, 20th winner and the 30th win. You know, I fought a guy that, uh, on in a short amount of time, off 11 months uh, off. He's a football world title. You know what I mean? So, like I said before, we're going to keep proving guys wrong. I mean, this is what I've been doing, and I'm going to keep doing it. Can we actually set up a fight with Brock Lesnar? Can that actually happen? Yeah, you never know. You know what I mean? You never know. You know what I mean? I heard some talks about it, so I said, People were sending me clippings and photos and all that. So I'm like, shoot, let's do it. You know, I'm a fighter at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, I love to punch people in the face. So if it comes out, hey, listen, I never turned a fight yet. You got to make sure Brock is off the juice and off whatever PEDs he was taking uh, to make yeah, that he, happen. <laughs> <laughs> he can still take it. I'm still kicking his butt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give, him the, give him steroids, big baby. Still beat him down. What What were you wearing in the Washington fight? Because it, it was a little interesting. Uh, where did that come from? Whatever it's got, that's called. Um, well, well I'm, I'm, you know, I have I have huge ass thighs. And um, I've never really liked shorts. You know, mm-hmm. I used to wear Muay Thai shorts, and they're a little higher and a little more baggier up top. Mm-hmm. But um, as I got older, you know, I didn't really like the shorts at all. I liked the way they kind of restricted me. So I started wearing, like, these gladiator skirts. And, uh, I mean, those were actually what fit me the best and most comfortable. So since I turned pro, I've been wearing, you know, different gladiator skirts and, you know, and kicking people's butt, you know. So you know, I feel really good, you know what I mean? It's like a chosen gladiator kind of, kind of outfit and, uh you know, we're going to war. You know what I mean? I'm comfortable and uh, it's light, you know, and it gives me some freedom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and Mano came out with you uh, to the to the ring, and I, I was watching the video on Instagram that you're posting, and that, that song's been stuck in my head now. I'm not gang, 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 gang. And uh, it's a banger. How special was that, having Mano come out there with you to that song? And, and I know you're working on a, on a film for that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, it was, it was definitely fun. You know what I mean? It was, uh, it was a song that I knew about for a long, for a while. And I'm like, dang, bro, I think we need to come out to this right here. So, you know, Mano was definitely down. You know, uh, I know Mano for about a couple of years now. My focus is no Mano. And, you know, man, he came out and showed up, showed up for the kid and came out for the city. So it was, it was awesome. And now you have nine hours in Brooklyn. When should we expect that? And what, what are we going to see in this, in this short film? So the nine hours in Brooklyn is out now. It actually dropped on Friday. Uh, you can check it out in my Instagram bio. And it's just showing you, it's just showing you like this nine hours in the life of Big Baby getting ready for a fight. Um, the people that I'm around, you know, it's a little bit in line, like you know where we're going, you know, kind of like the emotions we go through, and um, you know after the fight as well of what we go through. So uh, it's definitely, it's definitely fun, you know. Um, and it's, uh, it's going to be plenty plenty more footage and stuff we're going to do in the future. But it's giving you a quick little in-depth look of uh, the life of Big Baby, you know, leading up to a fight and after a fight. 
were there any nerves or are there nerves as you potentially fight again at Barclays Center going into a fight where you have family and friends there and you're fighting basically in your hometown? Uh, I mean, actually, you know, people say that sometimes, but, you know, for this fight, I, I was very confident. I felt very good. I felt, you know, happy. You know, I was very content. Uh, and, um, you know, nothing really bothered me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I said, I fought in front of fans, 30,000, 25,000 fans already in different countries where, you know, I wasn't a favorite and win. So, you know, it didn't bother me at all. You know, I actually didn't hear anybody except my trainers once that bell rung. You know, I was zoned in and focused and ready to hurt something. So that was really it. Does it inspire you that you're kind of rising here and still there's people who don't know about you? Like, does it bring a chip on your shoulder to say, hey, I'm I'm about to take over the world? Yeah, most definitely. But like you said, you got to you gotta take the good and the bad, man. Like, it is what it is. You know, we, we know what it is. You know, um, me and my team, we're working really hard. And uh, just trying to get the word out, and just keep keep doing positive, keep hitting, keep hitting these media outlets. And like I said, the proof is in the pudding. Eventually, it's gone. Sometimes it takes a little while for you to get that momentum when it comes to media. You know what I mean? The main thing is you guys keep being positive and keep doing, keep staying busy. You know what I mean? And eventually, you just hit you hit a wave. You know, once that wave comes, you got to be ready for it, though. You know, and that's what that's what that's what we're getting ready for. We're getting ready for that wave because. Once that wave comes, you want to make sure you and your boat is ready to ride. You know what I mean? Because that mm-hmm. wave comes behind, you're not ready. You might miss it, and it'll take even longer to come back again. So, like I said before, we feel it. The momentum is definitely here now, and we're just waiting for that big wave to come in, man. And, you know, me, me and the team, we're just getting ready for it. You're, you're like a big burger guy, right? You're always talking about burgers, I know. Yeah, love it, baby. Love it. <laughs> you know, I love my burgers, for you, sure. You need to uh, either work out an endorsement with Burger King or have – I mean, I think – that already happened with the uh, Mayweather Pacquiao fight, but you really do need the Burger King guy or another burger burger company r- coming out to the ring with you. Uh, most definitely, man. We're going to be working on some things, man. Uh, you know, like I said before, it's that wave, man. Eventually, everybody's going to pick up on it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be spectacular. It's going to be great. I mean, you're going to kill it. You know what I mean? But like I said before, everything got to be ready. The team got to be ready. You know, uh, it's going to be fun. You know, I can't wait. Steven Espinosa has talked about um, you in a high regard, saying he could soon feature in Showtime Championship Boxing. Uh, talk about, I mean, your chats with him, and I'm sure after your win uh, last week, he has even higher regards for you. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, um, the main thing is, uh, you know, coming up with a game plan, um, you know, being being knit tight with the networks and being knit tight with the networks and um, just figuring out a game plan with them that's going to uh, figure out a game plan that's going to work with them and, um, you know, sticking by it, you know, just working hard and, and just getting ready for the next step. What What is your training regimen like these next couple of months? Like, what, what, how does your day look? Like, what do you, what do you kind of food are you eating, eating and stuff like that? Uh, you know, the first couple of days after the fight, you know, you kind of, like, just pick out a little bit. You know, you get a couple, couple of the foods and some of the sweets you couldn't have during the training camp. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm actually in the gym right now. I'm actually doing doing this interview, actually, in, in the gym right now to speak. You know, we did some light, we did some light weights today. Get the body while you know moving, warmed up, and um, do some pie, do some a little bit of cardio tonight. You know, we we gonna pick it back up easily. You know, we gonna we gonna keep the momentum going because of course we don't want to go over 300 pounds again. We want to get under, but we're gonna lose the weight, keep our strength at the same time because we have more than enough time to prepare for the next fight and uh, just be you know better, you know stronger, faster, and better for the next one. So uh, you know we're gonna have our we're gonna have our cheat meals here and there, but the main thing is maintaining and, and gradually lose the weight now because we have time. 
Jarrell Big Baby Miller, the future heavyweight champion of the world. I'll let you get back to the grind at the gym. Uh, appreciate you coming yeah, on the show, man. And uh, good luck November at Barclays. I'm sure you'll kill it again and stay undefeated. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, brother. Appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.